sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Network. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza on this Monday morning, May 3rd. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time, as we always do. Uh, we got some football notes to get to hour number two. We got opposite picks coming up at a normal time. We got our pyramid of winners, our best plays in each particular sport. We got some prop plays as well. Uh, to touch on tonight, and uh, we got a full uh, ga- full schedule of NHL, which is a beautiful thing, something we did not have yesterday. So, a lot to get to hour number two, uh, maybe some phone calls uh, after opposite picks at the, fi- or at the 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. We'll start in the NBA as uh, the Lakers lose again. LeBron James crying afterwards about how his team sucks. And everything else, he doesn't like the playoff format, blah, 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 blah. Basically telling you the world, what everybody knows about the NBA, we played his comments for, uh, last hour, is that it, it doesn't matter where the Lakers finish up. It, it just doesn't, you know. Uh, he doesn't mind, uh, you know, being in the number six hole, doesn't mind being in the number five hole, the four hole. He didn't even care if he got it to the seven hole. He's he's pretty confident that the Lakers will prevail. You know what? I don't think so. I don't think we've been saying it now for a couple of weeks. I don't think this Laker team is going anywhere. And you could still get pretty good odds on whether it's the Suns or the Jazz. Um, you know, ultimately, I still think it's going to be the Brooklyn Nets. But you could still get pretty good odds on some of those so-called secondary teams. There's this prevailing thought, and I get it. We, you know, we've had it for years that, you know, once LeBron the postseason begins, he's going to take off and he's going to dominate. And I just I don't see it. They've lost six of their last seven. Uh, they're going to get in the play-on-game scenario. Heck, they might even actually get into the top six spot. Uh, they're tied with Dallas right now in Portland at, for five, six, and seven. But they have lost, like I said, six of seven. They're not playing great basketball. LeBron looks old and rusty. Uh, AD is doing absolutely nothing. And uh, I don't, I don't know. You know, Laker fans, w- would they actually break this thing up? Don't forget, AD is a free agent at the end of the year. I mean, I, I doubt very much. Uh, at all that, that he's going anywhere, but you know, you, you know, you got to if you're a Laker fan, you got to be a little concerned. You know, you win a championship last year, and they were so giddy about the championship that no one really even wanted. And uh, you know, this year's been a complete disaster, just a complete disaster. You know, so would they, you know, bust it all up? I don't think so. The uh, Lakers are still the second choice on FanDuel plus four sixty. I think you'd be pissing your money away. I, I really do. Interestingly, the Jazz have come all the way down. They're only six and a half to one now. How about that? All of a sudden, you're getting a lot of love for Utah. Milwaukee's the fifth choice at plus seven and a half. Philadelphia, the sixth choice at plus 12 to one. And you could still get the Phoenix Suns at 16 to one. And you could still get Denver at 35 or 36 to one. Again, you know, I, I don't think they could do it. Not, not you know, complete the, the whole kit and caboodle, but. You want to get them in a position where you can hedge. You know, would they get, you know, are they capable of getting to the Western Conference Finals? Yeah. Are, are they capable of beating a team? You know, I mean, listen, they showed last year they could beat the Clippers, but no Jamal Murray. Could they beat the Suns in a best of seven? Um, 
I don't think they would, but yeah. Um, I don't think the Lakers get out of the second round, to tell you the truth. I, I, I'm really down on them. Um, this is not your prototypical LeBron tanks in a regular season year. This is not. There's something serious going on in L.A. So, um, you know, 36 to one's not crazy, but the Phoenix Suns at 16 to one, that to me is the one that's still, you know, that's where you're still getting pretty good value. On a team that figures to finish with the number one or number two best record in the West, and you're getting them at 16 to one just because people think LeBron's going to turn it on. I don't think so. They lose last night. He leaves the game with about seven minutes left. You know, tweaks his ankle injury that he's missed, uh, you know, what, a month and a half with. Uh, should be okay. Kind of doubt. This is just me talking. He plays tonight. Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time as we welcome in our full audience here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. And they play their third game in four nights. I don't think he would have played tonight anyway because third game in four nights. Uh, just in general. Then you throw in the ankle injury. But the Lakers, they, they do need to win big game against them after losing 121-114 to, to L.A. Uh, Dallas lost the battle and maybe the war as well. Kings beat the Mavericks in Dallas 111-99 last night. Oh, just an awful loss for the Mavs. Just an awful loss. And Luka picked up two more technical fouls. So one more, and he suspended a game. Don't forget, if he gets three more, he suspended two more games. So with only eight games left, and they're battling for playoff positioning, um, they only play two Western Conference teams, and the only notable one is Memphis. But if you're Memphis, as I brought up in hour number one, you know, would it be the craziest thing in the world to, you know, someone start an altercation with him, just getting in his face, someone gets a double tactical, and Luke all of a sudden's got to miss two games, or maybe at that point he's already gotten his 16 technical foul, and now you give him a double T, and now he's got to miss two more games. Eh, it's not the craziest strategy in the world. You know, people did that with uh, with Draymond Green with Golden State. Bucks beat the Nets yesterday afternoon. Good battle between uh, the Greek freak, who's really not Greek, 49. KD at 42. I'm surprised the Bucks won, but they did. Celtics, I'm not surprised. They lose. 129-119 to, 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 to Portland at home. Brutal loss for Boston. Uh, I, I just, I, I've given up on that team. Tatum and Brown do leave. They clang knees late in the game. They both look like they'll be okay. And then it was uh, Miami over Charlotte, 121 to 111. As uh, the Heat come up big yesterday, strange to you. You can't figure out that Heat. And the Knicks and Rockets, our bad beat watch. We'll take a break and come back and see if that thing went over or under yesterday. Knicks blowing out the Rockets. Ops of picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Quickly from the H in H-Town. Lights it up from three. Gets it back to Gibson. Barrett against Olenek. Backs him out to the corner. Top in the cut, and the slam. Good feed by Barrett, and topping with the finish. The fourth time this year, the Knicks have held a 30-point lead. Rose from quickly hits another three, his fourth of the game. Brooks makes that one, but the Knicks win it in Houston. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. Say go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Say go New York, go New York. Ah, yes. Another big win by the Knicks last night. They are on absolute fire. Uh, 11-1 now straight up, 14-1 against the spread, last 15 games overall. And that is just amazing. They have uh, really distanced themselves uh, from the rest of the pack in the uh, Eastern Conference. And they're actually, believe it or not, the New York Knicks sitting in the number four hole, which means they would have a first-round home court advantage first-round series against somebody at 36-28. and Wow. Uh, I made two games ahead of the Atlanta Hawks, who uh, have 30 losses. So uh, with eight to play, Knicks holding on to the number four spot. And I don't know. You know, it's too bad. Had the Nets actually won yesterday, the Bucks would have 25 losses. The Knicks would only be three back of the Bucks for the number three spot. How about that? You know, that would have been. I don't think Milwaukee would have fallen that far back. But, yeah, you, you never know. So Knicks last night, they beat Houston. They cover the spread. It was a blowout from basically start to finish, as we've seen so many times with this Rockets team. There's, there's, there's no number big enough uh, that you could put that I would ever put American money on, on them, right? And so they, they stick. Uh, they, they trail by 10 uh, after one. They trail by 15 after two. Uh, they trail by 22 after three. And ball game over, right? It's just a matter of uh, whether the Knicks will cover the monster 10 and uh, whether the game will go over or under. Now, depending on where and when you did your shopping, over-under was right around 217, uh, 217 and a half. I, I saw it go up to 218 at one point. So it, it was going up, as it generally tends to do, even though the Knicks are a strong under team. But <clears throat> when they are supposed to blow out clubs, whoever it may be, even the Knicks, you know, the people tend to put more points on the board because there's all garbage time. So let us check it out. So we got it at 218 yesterday, right? And, uh, and I did like the under. Uh, it just as a general rule, I play under on Nick games. There are about 10 games over 500 playing under, if that makes any sense. So, where did we start? Fourth quarter. Where we need 218 or less for a push or a win. <clears throat> Fourth quarter, they're at 174 points, 164 points. So we, we got about 50-plus points to give. We're not in horrible shape. You know, we got about 55, 56. That's not too bad, you know. So uh, let's fast forward uh, due to time restraints here as our bad beat watch. We're going to drop it down to the nine-minute mark. Nine minutes to go. Rockets timeout. It's 105-78. All right, we're at 183. That's seven, it's 35 points. All right, that's 35. That's right around. That's still 50 mark there. Still doing okay. It's still a gamble. It's still a bet. Let's drop it down to the six-minute mark. Six-minute mark after a uh, 30-foot step-back jumper by uh, Emmanuel Quickly. It's 115.82. Now we're at 197 points. And that's not looking good, Scott. So 197, 18, and we got 21 points in six minutes. It's not horrible, but uh, not looking good. Yeah, it was such a good garbage time. Let's drop it down to four minutes. Four minutes, actually, 4.49, we have 117.84. So we only tacked on two points in a minute, okay? And we drop it down to the four-minute mark. 
And it still wants 1784. Now, now we're getting, uh, you know, our eyes perked up. Now we're at 201 with four minutes left. So we need uh, 16 points or less. That's, that's you know, okay, we're right there. Now, now we're back in the game here. We drop it down to three minutes left. Continue. No scoring except for a Derrick Rose three-pointer. Uh, two and a half minutes left. Uh, Daquan Jeffries makes a three-pointer. Everybody shoots three-pointer. Look at this. Uh, Lamb, three-pointer. Rose, three-pointer. Jeffries, three-pointer. They don't even take two-point shots anymore. It's amazing. Of course, the Daquan uh, makes it, so it's 120-90. Now we're at 210 with 237 left. I need seven points or less. Eight for the push. Two minutes left, two and a half left. Uh, that's not looking good. Where these guys are throwing up threes. All right, Knicks turned the ball over. Nice. Uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. misses a three-pointer, naturally. Nice. Knicks get the ball, shooting foul somehow or another as they turn the ball over. Obi Toppin makes uh, misses a two-point shot. Thanks, Obi. Appreciate that, brother. Uh, but, of course, the Knicks foul. Uh, Norvell Pell. Oh, who the fudge is that for the Knicks? So Anthony Lamb goes to the free throw line. He hits two free throws to make it 120-92. Now we got uh, five points to give with a minute 48 left. That's not good. Uh, that's not good. Uh, do the Knicks run out the clock? Eh, of course not. Kevin Knox, who sucks, uh, misses a shot with 12 seconds left. Appreciate you being lousy. Rockets basketball, they turn the ball over. Um, good old Daquan Jeffries coming through big with the big defense for the Rockets. Blocks a Kevin Knox shot, and all of a sudden it's a minute left, and we're still at 120 to 92. We got five points to give with a minute left. We're back in this sucker. We're looking at it worse to push, right? Jared Harper, who's that for the Knicks? Fouls Kenyon Martin Jr. Of course, he makes two free throws. And now we're at 120.94 with a minute left. Now we only have three points to give. Knicks, right away, right up with a shot, of course. Less than 10 seconds in. Miss, though. Rockets ball. Shooting foul, naturally. Kevin Knox makes both free throws. We're at 122.94 with 43 seconds left. We got one point to give. We basically need one possession because I'm thinking if the Rockets miss, the Knicks will get the ball with less than 24 seconds left, and then they'll just walk off the clock. Right? So we, we have one possession, we're thinking. Rockets, uh, Armani Brooks misses three-pointer, naturally. Knicks ball, 28.8 seconds left. Just run out the clock. I know you can't, but, you know, just get the ball back to the Rockets with four and a half seconds left. They'll run out the clock, right? Kevin Knox making up for all his missed shots. Misses a three-pointer with 16 seconds left. Rockets ball, 13 seconds left. It's still 122-94. We're going to win this thing. Just run out the ground, dribble out the final 13 seconds. We've seen teams do it all the time. You're down 23 points, 25 points, 26 points, 28 points, whatever the fudge it is, 28 points. And just run out the final seconds. Walk off the court with some pride. Armani Brooks, 2.8 seconds left, throws up a three, and it is good. 
Final score, Knicks 122, Rockets 97. Game goes over by one. Fudge. Thanks to Armani Brooks being Mr. Classless. Can't just run out the final 13 seconds, can you, Armani? No. We'll say he gave us a shot anyway by hitting a three. Unbelievable. 2.8 seconds left. Two lousy seconds left turns you from a winner to a loser. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And why why do they do that sometimes and why other games they don't? Why do other games they run out the final 40 seconds of these blowout losses? Why last night? I don't know. They must have found out I had the under. What else could be the answer? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Lined in the air to right center. That's a base hit, and that's going all the way to the wall. And standing at second with the three-run double is Pete Alonzo and the Mets have taken an 8-4 lead here in the 8th inning. Hoskins is 0-9 for in his career against Edwin Diaz. 2-1 pitch to Hoskins. Hit well to right! And it's gone! A game-tying three-run homer! I do not think that's a homer. I think it hit the top railing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. It hit the top of the wall. Not a home run. And now it's Harper. Now he's trying to bring the tying run home. He is the winning run at the plate. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Harper. Swung on and missed strike three. Put it in the books. And the Mets hold on. Mets Radio Network. Uh, Howie Rose there with the calls. The Mets do win an 8-7 in a crazy game in which the Phillies thought they tied with four in the bottom of the ninth, but uh, a three-run homer there. Uh, thought three-run homer uh, after replay uh, turned out to ricochet you off the top of the fence, not the back wall or not, not a seat in the, in the uh, bleachers. So it wasn't a home run, a ground rules double, and then uh, Bryce Harper strikes out to end the game. So there you go, Mets win 8-7. Uh, All right, let's take a look at uh, some of our things here baseball-wise for today. We gave you the picks earlier, uh, cashing in on San Fran and Seattle yesterday. We're going to go with Texas in the series against Minnesota, Pittsburgh in the series against San Diego. Stankies are off, Red Sox are off, Miami's off, Detroit is off, Kansas City is playing. Uh, they start a home series, so we're going to grab Kansas City uh, at even odds, and then uh, the Dodgers have Bueller on the hill, so he's one of our regular plays as well. So we're going to play the Dodgers uh, two to one on that one. Our streaks uh, from yesterday will start in the uh, NBA. Went one and three with our trend plays, not streaks, but uh, over Brooklyn, Milwaukee loser, uh, Knicks laying ten winner under. Uh, Knicks, loser, as we found out there. And then Phoenix laying 15, loser. So one and three. Still overall, trend-wise, bounced back from uh, uh, two weeks ago. 14 and 10 this week. 13 and 11 last week. So uh, I really, I I do this for different reasons. And a lot of them are based on, I I do it just to kind of show you, these trends are almost meaningless. They, They really are. I mean, you know, a half dozen or another. I bet over the course of the season, it's right around 500. 
Um, he, he just sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. These long, long trends uh, are are the way to go. But you know, otherwise it, it's basically five hundred. But we do have five for later on tonight. That all set because people tend to love trends. I do. Uh, Detroit laid a point and a half against Orlando. Magic just stink. Uh, despite the win the other day, they're still only three and thirteen. Their last sixteen games, five and eleven against the spread. I, I know Detroit blows as well, but again, the, the trends take all thinking out of the equation. It's just the trend itself. So Detroit laying a point and a half uh, is the trend play. Washington laying four and a half, five against Indiana. Wizards red hot. It's amazing. The Knicks and Washington Wizards, two mediocre teams, might be the two hottest teams in the NBA. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Washington is 10-2 and two straight up and against the spread its last 12 games. Uh, over 236.5 Golden State and New Orleans. The Pelicans 22-9-1 over at home this year. Although that's come back to the pack a little bit because the numbers are such, so ridiculously high. Uh, New York getting 3.5 at Memphis. They won last night. Knicks now 13 and 1 against the spread their last 14 games, including 11 and 1 straight up. So, you want to give me three and a half points with that kind of club? I'll take it. Uh, right back on the under New York, 217 and a half. Uh, Knicks still 35 and 26 under on the season with a couple of pushes there. Uh, NHL, again, weird slate of games. Only one yesterday. Uh, one trend play as well in that under Tampa Bay and Detroit. That was a winner. So our trends for the week for the NHL, <clears throat> excuse me, took a little bit of a hit, only 10 and 12 uh, for minus uh, 650, actually uh, 9 and 12. Um, did I do that already? Yeah, you know what? I think I did do that already. Yeah, so 9 and 12 for a minus 715. I had a good little two-week run with the trends, but this week we kind of gave most of it back. So right back to the drawing board we go. Today's trends, we got under 5.5 Islanders in Buffalo. This is probably the quietest, best trend that's in the NHL. Islanders are, and this includes pushes, Islanders are 21-4 and four under on the road. That's amazing. And they're actually over at home, 14-11-1 over. And it was even more one-sided than that until they ran into the Rangers, and then the Rangers uh, you know, couldn't score with a $20 bill at a cheap brothel house. So uh, you got a couple of unders there. Otherwise, that would be really a, a bigger spread. But, yeah, 21-4. Now, they play Buffalo, but uh, the trend is a trend. Over Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, that'll be at 6. Flyers are 16-7 and seven over at home. Although they probably waved the white flag. I'd be a little careful with that one. They lost back-to-back games to the Devils. Well, they had a chance. Flyers really did have a chance to kind of get back into it. They played the Devils four times. They trailed the Rangers by nine, which is a lot. But you had the New Jersey Devils, second-worst team in the NHL behind Buffalo, on your schedule for four straight games. You win those four, which I know is asking a lot, but, you know, the Devils are just atrocious, right? They were 1-14 heading into that, that uh, stretch of games. You know, you get seven, even six points out of that. You know, you get yourself right back into it, and they didn't. Uh, they, they lost two of the games outright. I mean, and wow, just awful. Awful. I think it was three, actually, when everything was said and done. Uh, so anyway, over Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Flyers 16-7 and seven over at home. Uh, Nashville minus 170 at Columbus. Uh, the Blue Jackets 3-17 and 17, their last 20 games. Wow. Um, last one in a shootout, but still. 
Colorado minus 250 at San Jose. Avalanche uh, 12 and 4. Uh, its last 16 games. And then over five and a half, Colorado, San Jose. Avs 14, 7 and 1 over their last uh, 22 games. So those are your hockey trends. As far as our uh, pyramid place, uh, I had a good day yesterday. You know, it's funny. When I was on the, the show, I said I really didn't love, love any of these, but I, I did like them. So as it turns out, we uh, we went 4-1. and one. The only loser was that Nick one. So uh, that game went over, not under. So that drops our NBA play of the day to 24-14. and 14. We hit our prop with Danny Green. We're now 20 and 16. Uh, we hit our baseball play with the Stankies. We're now plus 165. We hit our NHL play with Detroit and uh, Tampa Bay going under. We're now plus 240 on that. We didn't have a prop for that when we didn't like it, so we weren't going to press it. And then I said, if you're only going to play one, it would be the Stankies. They win. So we're plus 470 uh, in that category. So doing a pretty good job. You know, when you only play one, uh, you know, you increase your chances of beating the boys in Vegas, but who who could do that, right? And it, it's tough to do. All right, let's take out today's uh, pyramid plays. How about uh, our NBA play of the day? You know, I, I saw, I'm looking at FanDuel. I'm surprised they actually have a line on that Laker game. They got Denver as a two-point favorite. Wow, that's very tempting. I really don't think LeBron's playing. I, I really, um, whether it's his ankle, whether it's his attitude, whether it's three games in four nights, I, I bet that line, you know, ju- I would play Denver right now because that line is based on LeBron playing, believe it or not. How many times has LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the court at the same time been a home underdog? Um, and even if it's not, you know, even if it's built in that LeBron's not playing, you know, you're basically asking Denver to beat the L.A. Lakers without LeBron, a red-hot Denver Nugget team. So I do like the Nuggets laying two. Philadelphia at minus eight against Chicago. It's a big number, but I like the Sixers there. Knicks getting three and a half. Red Hot Portland, can they continue their winning ways in Atlanta after beating the Knicks uh, or the Celtics rather yesterday afternoon? You got New Orleans laying three. Go with the Pistons. You know, all that's tempting. It is. I mean, you, could, you could go with the Wiz. The thing that bothers me about that game is Indiana plays much, much, much better for some reason at home or on the road, rather, than they do at home, which is very odd. So our play of the day, if we're only going to play one, man, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but uh, I, I think it's Denver. I, you know what? I, I, give me the Nuggets laying to two. Um, they're 26-6 and six, their last uh, 32 games. Lakers are falling apart at the seams. you got LeBron crying about the postseason, saying he doesn't care where they finish up. Probably won't play tonight. Yeah, uh, give me Denver minus two, and uh, we're going to book that, Dano, because if that line jumps up to six, I don't want to hear everybody crying about how uh, the Nuggets won by three, Scott, but uh, really the line was six. No, it's two. I'm looking right at it. So pull over. It's one of those pull over side of the road ones. Now, as far as our prop is concerned, Russell Westbrook triple-double, he missed it by one point the other night. Tonight, he is uh, minus 195. Uh, I don't like laying that kind of wood, but this is a big game, as you'll hear in my opposite picks here in about 10 minutes. It's a big game for the for the Wiz. I'm going to go triple-double minus 195. NHL play of the day, full slate of game. Boy, it's a dangerous night for me in the NHL because I love a lot of these plays. And this is the time, you know, there's four games left basically in the NHL. 
If you're out of it, there's just no reason for these some of these teams to, to put up any kind of effort. There really isn't. And you got a lot of those games uh, tonight. One of them is the Islanders in Buffalo. I, I think the Islanders are the best bet on the board in the NHL. So give me the Islanders. You want to lay a goal and a half, you can. But for our purposes, we're going to lay the minus 260. Uh, our NHL prop, uh, you know what's uh, back on the slate today? Yes, let me just double-check with FanDuel and see if they got a prop on here. Uh, and that is our shots on goal. The Boston Bruins play the New Jersey Devils. So what you say? Well, that means Taylor Hall is facing his uh, former team. And just like he did with Buffalo, good old Taylor loves to play well against his former clubs. So two and a half shots on goal. Taylor Hall, we're going over. Islanders, the best play bet on the board. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas, and we continue to prove it week in, week out. 217 up, 204 down, 13 games over 500 with one push. Here we go. We got a six-pack of winners for you tonight. We'll start in the NBA. Washington laying five versus Indiana. Wizards 10-2 and two, straight up and against the spread their last 12 games. They're coming off a one-point loss at Dallas Saturday night, but they did cover. That leaves them in the number 10 slot in the East. That's the final play of the spot, uh, you know, the play-in game. They have eight games left. This is a huge game for the Wiz for obvious reasons. Also because they start a make-or-break five-game road trip at Milwaukee on Wednesday. They obviously, positively, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, have to win tonight before they embark on that five-game tough road trip. They cannot pass up an opportunity. Love Washington tonight laying five. Give me Indiana plus the five. Pick number two, New York plus three and a half at Memphis. Red Hot Knicks take their act to uh, Memphis, Tennessee. New York 13 and one against the spread. It's last 14 games, 10 and one straight, uh, 11 and one now straight up. Grizz are good, but eh, nothing special. They're one game over 500, and believe it or not, three games under 500 at home. They have Elvis singing the blues. For some reason, when they play at home, I don't know why. Knicks riding the wave as you do not get in front of a train that is 13 and 1 again against the spread its last 14 games. You got to be nuts to play Memphis. Eh, give me Memphis minus the three and a half. 
Pick number three, Denver laying two against the Lakers. Forget the fact the Lakers lost to Sacramento at home Friday night. Forget the fact the Lakers lost last night to Toronto at home. Forget the fact LeBron James, last we saw of him, was limping off the court. Forget the fact the last we heard of him, he was whining afterwards about the NBA schedule. Just know this, LeBron, third game in four nights, now with an ankle injury, uh, chances are this guy's not going to play tonight. And you know what? Even if he does, he's not giving his all. He said that last night. Not this year, not in the NBA. These pampered players need overtime pay if they're expected to play three games in four nights and really try. Grab Denver as the Nuggets 26-6 and their last 32 games, yet to lose since losing Jamal Murray for the season. I love Denver laying just two. Give me the Lakers plus the two. Pick number four, Philadelphia laying eight at Chicago. Reality setting in for the Bulls, who have shown no interest in getting into the postseason. They are three games behind Washington in the 11th spot. They lost three in a row, five of seven. Again, they want no part of that playoff scene. They want the season to be over with. Philadelphia took a half-game lead over the Nets for the best record in the East in the loss column. Brooklyn's loss to Milwaukee yesterday did that. And Bede and Simmons, both healthy, figured a play tonight. 76ers win this game going away in double digits. Give me Chicago plus the eight. Pick number five, NHL. Islanders laying a goal and a half versus Buffalo. I don't normally lay a goal and a half, but I also don't normally lay almost three to one in a hockey game, which is what the Islanders are favored here. So let's, uh, for the opposite pick segment, let's go lay the goal and a half. After a great stretch of games in which the Sabres were actually either winning outright or losing by one goal, Buffalo is back to being, well, Buffalo, the worst team in the league. Sabres have lost six of seven, which each of those losses coming by two goals or more. They have four games left. They can't wait for the season to end. Islanders battling Boston, Pittsburgh, and Washington for playoff seedings in the East. Every point counts. Uh, Buffalo 0-6 versus the Islanders, getting outscored 24-9 in those games, losing all but one by two goals or more. I mean, everything points to the Islanders. Give me Buffalo plus the goal and a half. Final pick, pick number six, Nashville laying a buck 70 at Columbus. Season can't end soon enough for Deshaun Watson's favorite team. The BJs have now lost 17 of 20. They're only 9 and 15, uh, the Blue Jackets are at home this year. They had the third fewest points in a league. They absolutely stink. And much like with Buffalo, only four games left. There's just no reason to think they're coming to play tonight. Nashville's trying to hold off Dallas for the final playoff spot in the Central. This would be just a brutal loss for the Predators. No way is it going to happen. Nashville wins this one easily over a Columbus team that is uh, trying to get its head coach fired. Love Nashville minus 170. Give me Columbus plus the 150. Opposite picks on this... Monday morning, start of the NBA. Indiana plus five at Washington. Memphis minus three and a half against the Knicks. Lakers plus two against Denver. Bulls plus eight against Philadelphia. NHL, Buffalo Sabres plus a goal and a half against the Islanders. And uh, Columbus plus 150 versus Nashville. Opposite picks for May 3rd. Uh, there you go. Post those uh, on the website, as we always do, right after the show.
Uh, back to our pyramid of winners there. So we did give you uh, Denver laying two tonight. Uh, prop was Russell Westbrook at a triple-double minus 195. Islanders on the ice versus Buffalo. NHL prop over two and a half shots on goal. Taylor Hall, he's been getting three basically every game since he's been a Buffalo, uh, been a Boston Bruin. And uh, the, the way the Devils give up shots on goal, there's no reason to think he won't get three. So I, I love the Taylor Hall. There's a lot of shots on goal. I'll try and put them on my website later on today. But that's the one that stands out the most. Baseball play, what do you only have? A seven, eight games today. So let's, let's take a look at the baseball one. we got to give you one of those. Uh, no Stankies in action. No Tigers in action. Uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, nah. Uh, maybe Walker Bueller and the Dodgers. We'll get back to that. Uh, Twinkies are minus 170 against the Rangers. Uh, we got that as one of our plays. Kansas City pick them against uh, Cleveland. Uh, nah, Colorado, they're at home against the Giants. Otherwise, I say that. Angels in class now with Tampa Bay. Otani's on the hill for the Angels. Boy, Otani and the Angels are pick them at home against Tampa Bay. That's interesting. I can't put American money on uh, Mike Trout. Just can't do it. Uh, A's in Toronto. Steven Matz on the hill for the Blue Jays. Mm. Pittsburgh and Diaz for the Padres. Mm. No, no, I tell you, there's, there's nothing great, great tonight. We got to give you one. So, uh, you know what? Uh, I know the Dodgers have been scuffling, but maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, uh, they have broken out of their funk. So, I'm going to lay the run and a half. I'm not going to lay two to one with them. Give me uh, the Dodgers as our play of the day. L.A. minus one and a half runs at Chicago, uh, at the Cubbies. And then if you're only, only, only playing one, be the Islanders. Uh, the Islanders just kicked the crash. Six and zero, as I said in the opposite picks. Uh, you know what is it? To 20, 24 to nine. Uh, they, they've beaten them by two goals or more every game. They're playing for everything, 24-9. They're playing for everything. Buffalo's playing for nothing. You know, if you don't like laying that minus 260, I get it. I I, I would lay the goal and a half on that. Uh, But for our purposes, for this, we're up. Whatever I'm playing with house money, I don't mind laying it. So I'm going to lay the minus 260. Uh, But there's no way the Islanders are going to lose this game. No way. I mean, I, I just... They are basically a 500 team on the road. They're unbelievable. They got one of the best home records in, on uh, in the NHL. But um, I'll, I'll just grab them minus the 260. All right, our 16 parlay. Last we left you, we had number 15. We were, and we were riding on Las Vegas and Russell Westbrook a triple double Friday night. Uh, Russ did hit his triple double then, but the uh, Las Vegas lost at Arizona. So. Uh, we scratched that. So we're 2 and 12 now for plus 3,296. We started a new one yesterday, if you listen to the Sunday show that I do from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. Uh, we put the Yankees in. They were a winner. We're going to put the Islanders in tonight, minus the 260 versus Buffalo. Now, we could go with two. I don't like pushing these things unless I really, really have to. There are a couple there. You know, maybe Boston. The Devils have been playing feisty, though. You know, thank you very much, Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Florida, Dallas, no. I put in Nashville against Columbus, but Nashville's on the road. Uh, You could probably put a fork in the Rangers. They're done against the Capitals, but, you know, Vegas has been on fire in Minnesota. That's pretty good. Colorado should beat San Jose, but they're on the road. So, you know, we'll just keep it. You know, that's the beauty of these things. You don't have to really press it. You know, and, and we're not going to press it. So, 
Uh, it's a slowly but surely approach here. So we'll just go with the Islanders minus the 260 versus Buffalo. Uh, they play them a couple of times, so we'll probably play them again when they play either tomorrow or, or Wednesday. So slowly but sure process. I don't love, 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 love the Denver Nuggets. Um, otherwise, I'd start a number 17 one. So we'll just we'll just keep it simple, stupid here. Uh, the kiss there. We'll, we'll keep it just the Islanders as we try and go 2-0 with our uh, – uh, our 16 parlay, but we got the other, you know, pyramid plays for sure. So you're set with that. Um, you know, a couple of other little notes here, you know, just to kind of recap the draft and everything that went on yesterday or the, over the weekend and uh, the Kentucky Derby. I still think it's crazy that Kentucky Derby was uh, this this weekend. Uh, I guess there's not much you can do. You know what? I, I pointed this out on uh, In Game Live. I know there was a lot of talk about uh, Mattress Mac. You know, he was the uh, the gallery furniture chain owner down in Houston. He bet $2.4 million on essential quality to win. And people were going gaga. As I have explained to, to a lot of people, he, he's betting it, obviously. But he's really not betting. He's just hedging. You know, because the way he runs his things, if people buy $3,000 worth of furniture and his little gimmick was if the favorite wins the Kentucky Derby, you get your money back. So he doesn't want to give back, you know, 15, 20, whatever. I don't know how many millions of dollars worth of furniture he sold. Five million, four million, whatever it was. He doesn't want to give that back, obviously, right? He's going to go belly up. So he's going to hedge his bet. He's going to hedge his bet on the essential quality, which was the favorite. This way, if essential quality does win it, it pays two and a half or so to one. He's going to make a $6 million. So he's either going to make a $6 million to cover the $6 million refund or he's going to be able to keep all the people's money and, yes, lose this $2.4 million, but he probably made about $6 million uh, worth of furniture. So either way, he wins. So he's not gambling. He's betting, but he's not gambling. Gambling is the fine line. Gambling is risking something. Betting is just putting in a bet. He's just betting. He's not risking anything. Either way, he's winning. The horse wins, he wins his uh, $7 bucks. Horse loses, he gets to keep $10 million of furniture sales that he's made. That, that That's not, you know, he's hedging. That, that's all he's doing. Good for him. I, I would do it too, but he gets all this publicity about, oh, my goodness, he's betting all this money and he's gambling on you know, the horse race and this and that. You know, no, you know, no, he's not. He, he's just hedging, that's all. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's playing again for Green Bay. I really don't. Um... I don't know if he's necessarily going to play again. For what Green Bay is asking, will probably be asking. I wouldn't take less than at least two first rounders. And you want to go to an NFC team? I'm taking three first rounders. Is the team going to do that? Maybe, maybe not. Opposite picks will close up shop next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, check out our poll question one more time. That'll be up there all day long. How much would you give to acquire 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers? One first-round pick, two first-rounds, three or other. Uh, two first-rounders winning so far, 44% of the vote. Uh, one first-rounder getting 34.5%, three 13, and then other 80% where one guy said nothing. Uh, he looked like he was a Saints fan. I'm surprised. Well, you can imagine Aaron Rodgers on a Saints 
You know, that's the type of team that, that really thinks, all right, you know what, we are going all in, even if it means mortgaging our future. Hey, listen, somebody's first-round picks, you get them in the 20s, and then they play. You know what, if you know what you're doing in the draft, you could, you could uh, compensate for that. that. That's not a big deal. I tell you. Uh, you know, Sam Fran that, that came up a little bit short two years ago thinks it's, uh, you know, a quarterback away. You know, would he would you talk about that would be funny, right? You know, going from the pot to the frying pan as far as uh, sitting there with Sam Fran with Trey Lance behind you, you know, much like with Green Bay and Jordan Love. Uh, supposedly he's interested in going to Denver. I don't want the I wouldn't fire the GM. He may have screwed this all up. He may have created this mess. But I, I'm not, you know, adhering to a guy's wishes to fire the GM in order to come back. No way, no how. So get your vote in. We'll update that to tomorrow before we're through. You know, one other little quickie here with the draft. You see what the Houston Texans did? They took a quarterback, Davis Mills, kid from Stanford. That's not that big of a surprise, although it tells you a little something maybe on what's going on with uh, Deshaun Watson. But according to Mills, and he's got no reason to lie, he said the Texans didn't even speak to him. He said this thing kind of came out of the blue. I mean, does everything the Houston Texans do have to sound so screwball-y? I mean, you draft a kid that you didn't even really talk to at all, so you don't know anything about him or vice versa, what kind of personality. I mean, nothing. I mean, he's just... <laughs> what a screwed-up organization. Wow. Uh, very, very weird. All right, you got your picks. Go to the website, oppositepicks.com. Have yourselves a great, great Monday. And uh, hopefully uh, we uh, provide you a couple of winners, as we always like to do. So we'll be back tomorrow right here. Opposite Picks, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204.